this is Katie and you're listening to episode 21 of Teach On, Teach Strong. So never heard this podcast before, we're just here talking about mindset reset hacks for teachers and things that we can do to help our personal development, which actually makes up 80% of success as teachers, yet it's the bit that we never give any attention to. So this is just a movement to help keep us teachers going strong and sticking with it through the tough times. So if you find this helps, please make sure you subscribe and then you'll get two episodes a week, every Sunday, another quick quote midweek to keep you teaching on and teaching strong. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about practical things you can do every day as part of your morning routine to give you the best shot of having a great day. And that all comes down to habits. So by now, you're probably broken up for 2017. Hooray! I really hope you have a fantastic break and take a well-deserved rest this season. Over the next couple of weeks, the chances are you'll be hopefully relaxing, but you'll also be thinking of your new year plans and what you hope to change. Now, I'm a big believer of making change as soon as you decide and not necessarily waiting until January the 1st, you know, but Seeing as new year is coming, it makes sense to make new year's resolutions and think about what we want for the upcoming year. Now, if you want 2018 to be the year that you take your life back and put your self-care and well-being first, then today's episode is just for you. And that's my personal goal next year too. So I've put a lot of thought into this and created a resource to go with it to help us along the way. And the first thing I want to talk to you about is regarding your habits. They are without a doubt the most crucial part of our success. What we do every day will determine our future. If we work out and eat healthily, that will eventually show in our bodies. If we stay up late and hardly sleep each night, well, that will show in our face (laughs) and under eye circles. (laughs) You know, habits can make or break us. So when it comes to setting targets for the new year, your goals are of course necessary and vital really, but they are just step one. And this is where so many people go wrong and they give up and fail on their goals because they don't recognize there's actually a step two and a step three. And step two is changing your habits. So say one of your goals was to get more sleep each night or just have less dark under eye circles, you know. (laughs) Well, if you don't consciously try and get yourself into a habit of, say, going to bed at a certain time each night, then it's far too easy to slip back into your old ways and your existing habits. And before you know it, you look at your life and realise nothing's changed and you've not met your goals. Same can be said for getting healthy, and that's probably on everyone's list, isn't it? Well, it's one thing saying, my goal is to get fit, but without changing my habits, it's just not going to happen. So what you need to do is look at your current habits in whichever goal you have, and you need to find out which habits are bad and what you can replace them with instead. See, in order for bad habits to be broken... You can't just stop them. You actually need to replace them with something. So for example, if one of your goals is to lose weight, you might need to look at what bad habits you've been doing in the past that have caused you to put on weight. And yes, this means being brutally honest with yourself and taking some ownership. Your habits determine your future after all. 
So if you realized you have bad habits of, you know, snacking on chocolate or eating late at night or not having regular meal plans, then you need to replace those. So then you could set targets and habits for snacking on fruit. Make sure you don't eat after like 7pm, for example, and having consistent meal times. Okay, so what you need to do is to create your goals. And I would stick with, you know, less than five for the for the whole year, or at least to get you started. You might find that you can change your habits quite quickly, or it might take you longer. So don't set too many. I know there are so many people that have like a long list of different categories and it's just too overwhelming and it's too much too soon. So I would just stick to three to five different goals that you have that you want to prioritize that are really going to make a difference in your life. And then what you need to do is identify the habits that have got you into the state where you don't want to be. So if you're finding that you're not sleeping very well or you're really stressed, what habits are creating that? Is it that you're working too late? Is it that you're staying up too late? Is it that you're not getting enough exercise? Whatever it is, identify the habits that have got you to the point that you don't want to be at and then think about which habits you want to replace them with instead. Okay, so that's step one and two. Set goals, identify bad habits and replace them. And the third step that people don't know about either is that you have to track your habits, track your success. So every single day for at least a month, and it might be more than that, but for at least a month, you have to track your success in setting your new habits. So I use a habit tracker that I created in my new wellbeing journal that I'm going to be using next year. I'm so excited about this. Um, and it's on Teachers Pay Teachers and my website, teachersresourceforce.com. If you want to see it and you want to join in on this journey, I'd love for you to do that and we can go through this together. And what I like about this habit tracker is it's visually appealing. So I can put it up on my wall. I you know, spend some time coloring it in each month, but I love doing that. You don't have to do that, but I love doing that kind of stuff. It's mindful and relaxing and then what you do is you color in the block for the day every time you successfully complete that habit so I'm going to be working on three to five different habits at a time until they become ingrained and then every day of each month you color in whether you've achieved that new habit so work out for 10 minutes every day whatever and you'd color it in if you achieve that and something magical happens when you complete that last step. It's creating ownership because you are able to visually see that you are doing what it is you want to do. It's far too easy to cheat yourself, honestly, if you don't monitor it. And you can say, oh, I didn't work out today. Never mind. Out of sight, out of mind. You won't feel very guilty because the next day comes and you're like, ah, eh, whatever. Whereas if you can see it and you're looking at your tracker and there's a white space on day 17 because you failed to do that habit that you wanted to do, you feel guilty. You're like, oh my goodness, I didn't do it. And that helps you take some ownership and responsibility for your habits that you want to change. So tracking your habits is absolutely crucial and it's the bit that no one does and it's so important. 
And really all I want to do is help you achieve your goals. And I want you to be the best teacher that you can possibly be. That's literally all I want. I just want you to win. I want us both to win. I want us all to win. So I really hope that you take this on board and try this out and let me know how it goes. Okay, so change your habits and achieve your goals. That's basically the bottom line. Change and track your habits and achieve your goals. Okay, so now we know that habits are everything. Let's explore some fantastic habits that you would benefit from, including in your routine as a teacher. So if you're stuck the things that you want to do, but you know you want to do something that's going to make a positive change and influence you as a teacher, then I have five different things that if you don't currently do them, you could because I think they'd make a really big difference just to your well-being, really. Okay, so number one, I suggest starting every day with a positive message. Now, that can be listening to a podcast such as this one or any others that you might like listening to. It could be watching a motivational video or reading something positive, for example, But the important thing is to take in positivity as soon as you wake up to get you started on the right foot. So wake up, think or listen to something positive and really take in the words and the message. Number two, have a healthy breakfast. Don't roll your eyes at me. (laughs) I've never, ever been the type to skip meals, especially breakfast. And I've never understood people don't eat breakfast but I know there are a lot of you out there that do this because I know my personal life I think I'm in the minority for being a breakfast lover but breakfast is the most important meal of the day I mean it's like starting your car with no fuel in it just no (laughs) your first meal will help keep all your other meals in balance too as you're not going to be you know ravished by lunchtime especially if you're also a snacker like I am too So you're actually more likely to eat less as the day goes on if you've started the day with a strong, solid, healthy breakfast. Okay, so number three, do something that is just for you every single day, just for you. Now, this one probably can initially feel like it's quite hard if you have a really busy life and a lot of people who depend on you. But that's why it's even more important that you do it. And it doesn't have to be huge. You know, simply something like what I do, for example, is I like to take five to 15 minutes, if I can, just sitting in silence at lunchtime instead of doing my work at school. That counts as taking time for yourself. Or taking time to read before bed or watching your favorite TV show or making yourself a nice meal, bubble bath face mask, foot rub, whatever. It doesn't matter what it is per se. It's just the fact that you're getting in the habit of self-care, which as teachers, it's something that we can often push back and we really shouldn't. It should be the forefront. We can't expect to be our best and give our best to our students if we don't look after ourselves first. Okay, so that's the third one. Look after yourself. Do something that's just for you each day. Okay, number four. Show gratitude every day. Now, I did a whole episode on this uh, back in episode eight, which is called Gratitude Turns What You Already Have Into Enough. So if you want to know more about the power of gratitude, then tune into that episode. 
gratitude is literally the antidote to any negative feeling. So it is a wonderful habit to get into. I also have a gratitude journal available as one of my resources. I do have a freebie on my website, teachersresourceforce.com. If you go to that page, there's a little blue button and you can download a month free on there too. That's just It's just a wonderful way to reflect on things you're grateful for. And it's a really nice keepsake to look back on and remember all the great things that have happened that we just take for granted so often. Okay, number five, track your mood. What? What does that mean? Now, this is something new that I started doing just recently, but I'm finding it so helpful. So I really wanted to share it with you. And I created a feat. I created a freebie for you to try out for yourself if you want to as well. So if you want to download your own mood tracker to see what I'm talking about, just go to teachersresourceforce.com forward slash mood tracker, one word. But the idea is that if you keep track of how you're feeling each day and colour in a little box on the sheet, what will, what this will give you is an overview because each colour represents a different feeling. So you could assign a colour to angry, sad, happy, elated, calm, stressed, whatever you want to do. It's up to you. I've left it blank so that you can decide what you want to have your key be. But the great thing about this is that it gives you a visual overview of your general well-being over a period of time. And the mood tracker that I've given you for free is actually a whole year on one page. So you'll be able to get a year overview on one page to see your general feelings and well-being and emotions and it also enables you to spot any patterns and therefore potentially enable you to plan ahead for events that you know might cause stress so for me I know I'm always like generally really overwhelmed and I get really sick around November every year (laughs) every year because I've been I've been keeping an eye on my illnesses. I've been able to track when I've been ill and I keep a record of those, um, mainly just for sick days for work, but I do keep it, I have been tracking that. Um, so I know that that time of year, I tend to get really stressed out. And so what I do is I take steps to try and lessen that or prevent it. So I might say, right, November is self-care central. I'm going to leave school on time. I'm going to plan my time properly I'm going to have a bubble bath you know whatever so yeah it gives you the opportunity to plan ahead um, if you can see common times of the year or the month where you can get a bit erratic okay um things will get really good when you've been doing this for years and years and you can look back and spot common themes um or see changes in your well-being from year to year. I mean, that would be really cool too. So if you started off, you know, with all the reds and orange negative emotions and you can see it blending into the blues and the greens or however you want to color code it. And then you'll be able to see like, look, I'm really making progress in my mood and my well-being. And if you're not, then you can say, well, look, this is not good. I've been feeling really down for like the last two months. I have to do something about this. It's something different when you visually see it and track it. It's huge. Honestly, it's huge. So if you want to download that again, it's teachersresourceforce.com forward slash mood tracker. Check it out. I hope it will help you. So there you go. Those are five top tips for healthy habits to an even better you. I'll sum up 
everything we talked about at the end to wrap up the podcast. But before we do, I just want to take a moment to say thank you so much for listening. And I really hope you're finding value in these episodes so far. I can't believe we're at 21 already. If you are enjoying these and finding value that then all I ask is just for one act of kindness from you and that is to please introduce this podcast to one teacher friend who you think would also benefit from the message that we're spreading so that we can help grow our community and help support more teachers. If you want to ask me anything or there's a particular topic you would like me to address in an upcoming episode, you can email me at katie at and I'm on social, Facebook, Instagram, just at Teachers Resource Force too. Okay, right, let's summarise everything we talked about today as there was a lot and it was all really, really important and it's going to help you. So, okay, number one thing we talked about first. Achieving your goals is actually a three-step process, which most people don't realise. So firstly, you need to set your goal, decide what you want. Then you need to identify which habits are causing the undesired outcome you've been getting and what new habits you're going to do to replace them. Then thirdly, you need to track those new habits for at least a month straight or until they become automatic for you, in which case we can set new goals. The second thing we talked about was tracking your habits visually so you can actually see yourself achieving them and feel proud about that. If it's not recorded, it's almost like it didn't happen and it's too easy to cheat yourself. So either use one of the trackers in my wellbeing journal or make your own, but track, track, track is really important. And then number three, some examples of good habits that will have a positive effect on your wellbeing and your success include things like starting the day with a positive message, eating a healthy breakfast, doing something that's just for you, showing gratitude and tracking your mood and well-being every day. And reminder, you can download the Mood Tracker freebie from my website at teachersresourceforce.com forward slash mood tracker. I really hope it helps. So that's it. Let's make 2018 the year that we're going to take your life back so that you can continue to teach on Teach Strong. And I'll catch you next time. Bye. I'll be in my zone with my head I'll be in my zone.